0: whatever you do don't under, don't underestimate this don't don't dismiss this don't think this is another one of these well you know what's another skirmish that's the way it is that's the way these people are that's the way it is in the world what are you going to do it's no big deal nothing we can do won't affect us here it's just some you know that's that israel thing oh this we've had this before It's going to be a cyclical thing. Don't think that. Don't think that. I'm having the hardest time today trying to both talk rationally, sensibly, um, as a realist, without necessarily freaking people out and telling you what I think is going to be the next stage. A while back, someone told me I'm not going to mention who, of course, but somebody told me who, who has a little knowledge of what's going on, suggested to me that there are people, there are units, there are folks in our country that have been allowed in, call them sleeper cells, call them dormant uh, terrorists, call them insurgents, call them whatever you want. Just like they're calling Hamas militants, they're terrorists. No, and, and even that is being kind. This is savagery. This isn't even. This isn't even military. This is sheer, unmitigated savagery. But, and it was told to me. Don't be surprised if once these folks who have been pouring over and through our borders. Get the word one day, now. And you will see activity here. What would we do? Listen to me carefully. What would we do in our current situation? How would we handle this? What would the Biden-esque regime do? What, 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 how would law enforcement handle it? What would we do? Imagine if we had pockets of terrorist savagery, kind of like we're having now. Because the word that we're giving out to the rest of the folks is don't worry about it, don't worry. We want to defund the police. We had a guy from Antifa and his girlfriend get knifed to death and she still isn't sure whether it was okay or not for her to involve herself in identifying the assailant. This is bizarre. The world is not at war. It's in collapse. This isn't war where someone says, we want the Sudetenland. We want to nationalize Vietnam. We want Britain, UK, Britain, out of Northern Ireland. That's easy. That's easy. Got it. This is a different story. This is a different story. These are existential battles with no end in sight. And we have kind of, maybe a little bit of understanding what is happening you know we used to use this word there was this word that people use this term with trump 4d chess remember that trump was into 4d chess the trump was so deep and so brilliant and so smart and so so incredibly Gifted logistically and and, and and strategically that he thought in four dimensions. Remember that? Four dimensions. I always thought that's kind of a four. I should I think it should be more than that. If you believe the whole string theory notion, there's eleven. But I digress. So imagine there are worlds right there are layers upon layers upon layers of issues and problems and threats that apply not only just to us but to the world. Are you digging this? Today in New York, Times Square Pro Palestinian. Okay. Democrat social democrats, okay. Look, if somebody is against the occupation, I get it. I get it. I get it. If somebody's against the state of, of Israel and their policies, I get it. You can read that in Israeli newspapers. You can read that in Israel. That, that, there are people here who are against the government. I've never been anti-American. I'm against the American government. In instances. I get it. I dig it. No problem. No problem. We can argue about that. But when you have somebody in Times Square holding up in essence I don't want to use this word because, because of algorithms but that particular symbol that was uh, representative of perhaps one of the darkest and most Hideous moments in America, in American history, but also world history. From a certain German folk, when you see this, and by the way, please do not think I'm overdoing this in terms of you don't know what words are acceptable and not, and not, so so, and, and also if you think that somehow, hey, it's okay, you know, social media, we can say whatever we want. Oh no, 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 that's why I've got a private channel. You can't do that. That's a that's another story, but. Do you understand what this is? Can you imagine grabbing women and children and the elderly, taking women, bundling them, throwing them in the back of Jeeps, grabbing them by the hair, barefoot, driving through cities, parading the dead, lifeless, nude body of women? What? While yelling and screaming religious phraseology? What? Wait a minute. Explain that one to me. That would be like you celebrating me Lai. Or looking at pictures of people uh, with, with Cali and Medina. Slaughtered in Vietnam. Pinkville. Remember that? It was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Supporting your troops is one thing. Supporting the effort is one thing. But celebrating atrocities? This is demented. And then to have the squad, Elon Omar, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley Presley basically say, We're for what? Cease fire. Wait a minute. What? Do you do you countenance this? Do you hear do you see this? The indiscriminate sh- just opening up, going in, just going in, indiscriminately shelling private. Of citizens, victims, just victims who are doing nothing? Now listen, understand something. I'm not some Pollyannish fool here. I understand how things work. I understand that you could say, you know, what atrocities have been met, I get it. And there's a certain amount of war and combat and force that is acceptable to an extent in the real world. I dig it. I understand it. I understand it. Believe me. And we can argue about what is and isn't okay. But this, this is another story. So everything has changed. The Great Reset is here. And let me go back to what I originally said. Do not be surprised if one day, in addition to this, you see, boom, what appears to be maybe, maybe, sleeper cells of something we have yet to identify. Remember how I was talking about the level cartel? Cartels are bigger than anything. Bigger than, bigger, granted, now they may not have, you know, Katushka rockets, or Kassam rocket, you know, granted. Now we bring into the equation Iran. Now we've got Hezbollah. Now we've got during the Abraham Accord, for the first time, there was this agreement, there was this configuration. MBS, Saudi Arabia, working towards, they even had Um, kosher restaurants in Dubai and things were things were kind of looking, you know what I mean? Things were for the first time. By the way, if there had been a second term, listen to what I'm saying. If there had been a second term of Donald Trump, you wouldn't be seeing this today. Let me say this again. You wouldn't be seeing this again. You wouldn't see this. It would be a different world. Because when you have a doddering, dotard, a wizened coot shuffling about, barely able to make a sentence, when you have that leading the vanguard of the free world, you're sending the message out, weakness, weakness. You have people who are dealing with very primitive instincts of what weakness is. It's almost, it's from the, from Saladin and I mean, we're, we're, we're talking, you, you've never. And by the way, if you don't dig the way they think, you're not paying attention to this. You're not paying attention to this. So get ready. Because I'm telling you, this is bigger than anything you can imagine. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Wait until you see what happens. Whenever there's unrest in the world, whenever you bring people together, and you have other people saying, good, push them, push them, push them, keep going, keep going, keep going. Instability, destabilization, unrest, keep it going. This is great. We love this. Elections coming up, problems coming up. It is happening at levels you cannot imagine. And I'm not saying it merely to be dramatic. You you can't believe what's going to happen. Ramona says, do you think Mossad really didn't see this coming? I think it's the Pearl Harbor to get approval to go into Iran and destroy their nuke facility. Ramona, I want to thank you. Let's talk about this first and foremost. This is a very interesting thing you bring up. Number one, and thank you, dear heart. Thank you. Number one, do you believe when you say Mossad, but also Aman. This is military intelligence. This is even bigger. This is bigger because everything in Israel is military and intelligence. The whole place is intel from El Al to whatever it is, and they have to be. So what you're saying is simply this: I'm with you. I can't say. Well things happen. No. There's a part of me and others are saying, how can the premier vaunted intelligence agency? Do you know what it takes? Do you know what it takes to orchestrate all of this, the moving parts? And when apparently Iran gave it the okay, They gave it the okay. They ran it through. You've got a lot of moving parts. A lot of people moving. People moving in munitions and moving in batteries. Because the idea was to overwhelm Iron Dome, you had to send this huge fuselage, these sorties of thousands simultaneously. Iron Dome doesn't work if you got 5,000 rockets coming. You mean to tell me nobody, none of the spooks, none of the intel? None of the assets, nobody saw this as a, whoa, 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 there's something going on here. People are chattering. Do you know how much moving parts, you know how we always say here, well, you can't keep something like this quiet because do you know how many people it takes to pull off something like this? If that's true, and if you believe that to be true, if that's true, it should have happened here. So number one, do I find it hard to believe that they knew nothing or, 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 do I believe that Mossad has dropped its its talent? That it's not that good anymore, that it has less assets, less security. They were gotten, they're getting fat and happy over the years. Not to mention Amman and others. Do I believe that? No. No. This is the premier. This is the premier Intel agency. That's number one. Number two. Do I believe? That the bad guys, for lack of a better word, Hamas, Hezbollah, the bad guys, the Alaksa, that they're so good and so smart. Individual, they had a lot of support, a lot of support. Do I think that they are so good and supreme? Do you know what they did? Did you see this? Look at the because I hope. People are going through and looking at the actual uh, video because remember, everybody's going to, I promise you, in all of the video that was reviewed, in all of the video, I promise you, somebody said something that was stupid. Somebody somebody let the cat out of the bag. Somebody said something. Somebody showed something. Somebody showed an operative. Somebody, Somebody made a mistake. They were going through this all of the all of the moving parts required for this and nobody paragliders all of a sudden let's get these in to have this multi air sea it's almost like a seal team sea air and land bulldozers and breach the i mean just the breaching the the, the moments of absolute symbolic um i mean seriously heavy symbolism, seriously, were, were, um, breaching the, the, the gates themselves with a bulldozer. That was just. First of all, the symbology, even today with our own borders, 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 everywhere, Italy, borders affecting our border, protecting our borders, border security, border, 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 border. And there's a border, that's basically, Just smashed by a bulldozer, and then to have a tank an Israeli tank, a tank to lose a tank. Remember how they say a cop can't lose his gun. You don't lose your gun to the bad guys. A tank, Uh, vehicles riding roughshod. The response time. Do you mean to tell me that nowhere in the nowhere in the in the history in the annals of let's pretend that somebody somewhere in Israeli security, Mossad, I think we say Mossad like we do CIA. It's it's almost like a generic term for everything. You mean to tell me nobody ever said, okay, here's a crazy idea, okay? Let's assume somebody takes a bulldozer or a truck and goes right through this. What do you say? Never thought about that. Where would that happen? How would that happen? What's our response time? What happens if somebody comes in How do we respond to this? They came in there and they're grabbing like, how much time was there allowed for all of this, for this, this swarm to take place, for all of these people to be taken hostage. And now they're going to be returned for obviously for, uh, swaps and the like. So is this shocking to me beyond shocking because it's so primitive. It's so primitive. And that's the thing, the irony, what gave immediately Israel its its genius was how it used this incredible intuition and brilliance. Okay, now, so the final question is, is this a false lie? Is this LIHOP? Let it happen on purpose. Is this sit back, allow it to happen, now we can say, okay, now do you believe us about Iran? Now do you take it seriously? Okay, now we're going to jump over a few steps of escalation and pound them that like we've been wanting to. Or you got one more thing. Baby's got a lot of power, a lot of problems. Baby's got a lot of problems with his own political future. There's tremendous turmoil. Maybe this is because, you know, people always say, whenever there's, whenever baby's in trouble, something like this happens. Okay, pure speculation. To answer your question, you tell me. If you say, yes, I believe that, you're doing it merely because you're just, you've decided, yeah, I like that idea. Is there proof of it? Absolutely not proof of it. Absolutely not. But is it plausible? Of course it's plausible. Swiss girl thank you so so very much. Thank you. Excellent. I appreciate this immensely. Now, let me just say this. This is the most important. This is the most important. This is this is the this is what's critical. Please understand something. Swiss girl and Ramona, I am telling you. I have thought of Everything, the moment you think that something like this is not possible, forget it, forget it. I did an interview with Jim uh, DiEugenio, I hope you saw it, he is the premier, the premier, uh, I guess you want to call it the premier uh, 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 Kennedy um, um, historian and the like. And one of the things that we always talk about, one of the things which is so monumentally important, in fact, let me give you this link in case you did not see it. If you did not see it, there you go. Here we go. It's right there. That's it. Watch it. You always think of this. You always think, you always think as a possibility. I'm a prosecutor by, I'm a lawyer by profession. I, I, I was all I did during my nascent period of time as most people are developing and they're in their mid-20s and they're, you know, some people are social workers. I was in the bowels of the criminal justice system. I was a mass unit prosecutor. I was slugging it out, slugging it out, and I wasn't doing some highfalutin, white shoe law firm. And let's meet. No, I'm talking about arson and dirt. And we always, and most of the time, the stuff, to be honest with you, isn't really that hard to figure out. But if ever you did have a an arson case, you arson, you have oh that. Swiss girl, thank you again immensely, immensely. I am honored, 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 honored. Thank you. And I can't, and I mean that when I say I'm honored, I mean this. I mean this immensely. Because you're saying, in essence, good and thank you, and it's kind and it's generous, and I appreciate it. Whenever there was an arson, the first thing you think of is wait a minute. There was a story recently. This is this is weird. This is a very strange. There was a case where every now and then sometimes people will claim there was a kind of a sexual battery that took place. It's like, you know, I don't think that took place. Something's weird. Why? Because in this case, he or she is trying to get the attention. Or You always look at this. You always look at. At the reality. And you don't worry about it And you don't say. Well you're a conspiracy theorist. You're a conspiracy theorist. You can't. You mentioned Pearl Harbor. They are still debating Pearl Harbor. There are game theorists. Who use Tertius Gaudens. Have you heard this? T-E-R-T-I-U-S. Tertius Gaudens. This is where you play. The third party. I'm with you. We're fighting. I've got to get. I bring in a third party and let them get into it, and I back off and let them go at it. And which has always been the suspicion of of um, the uh, the British getting us into World War II because they were behind it. Because and it only made sense because they are getting they were getting their clock cleaned by Germany, and they had to get us in there. So here's the question: Is it? Is it, is it, is it, is it possible what you suggested that this is just some ruse? Yes. Here's the question then. Okay. If Bibi or Israel does this, they've got to fool the rest of the world. Do you think they're going to fool? Do you think, do you think they can answer that question? Let's assume, let's assume they say, well, this is, uh... you don't think the rest of the world will say, Bibi, you didn't stop this. Come on. You, you, this is, this is grade school stuff. What are you, nuts? Do you think we're, you, do you think we're buying this? Baby, stop it. Do you think what? What? Do you think what? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay. Doesn't that make sense to you? You don't think Iran's talking, you think nobody talks on the phone? You don't think they pick up the phone? They're calling up uh, MBS and he said, we, "We, we, this is not our thing. Or, or people will say, "Look, I understand it. You know, we we we're we're naturally enemies, sort But come on, please stop it. But here's the big but. Ready for? Here's a big but for you. Ready for this? Here's the big but. Listen to me and listen carefully. You ready for this? Listen. Look at the crap they're pulling off with with uh, Ukraine. They're pulling that off. People are actually, people are actually believing in that nonsense. People are actually, actually, truly, literally, actually, truly falling for that nonsense. And Kolomoisky creating this Zelensky character, they're actually believing this. So if they can pull that off, you don't think they can pull this off? So is it far-fetched? No. And a lot of other people say, give us a reason. Iran's a pain in the ass, and there's a lot of other people there who are supposedly allies who say, "Give us a the chance." These folks are nuts. Let them. No, 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 Iran, we're on your side. Oh, if you sat down and Jordan and Syria, or whoever sat down, and said, these guys are. We've got we, the real, actual, real politique. I think would astound you. I think it would astound you. But here's my question. This is my point. And listen to what I'm saying. I don't have a problem with anybody. I'm sorry. If you're pro-Palestinian, groovy. If you're pro-Palestinian authority, Abu Mazen, fine. If you believe that Israel is encroaching, if you think that the treatment of the settlements, fine. Fine. Forget that two-state solution, by the way. That just went out the window. But I've got gonna- to... That's your right. And some of the examples, some of the some of the, the instances of what appear to be abuse are absolutely worth noting. Absolutely. However, to go from that to you applauding women, women being dragged. Did you see the woman grabbed by the hair? Unless you're going to say that was all. People say, Wow, well, that's not real. Really? You think that was an, you think it was an actress? What was it? Was that a, was that a, uh, a crisis actress? One of those? Remember here, everybody was a crisis actor. Remember how they said this? Remember during the Boston, uh, Boston Marathon bombing? This guy's a, he's a crisis actor. He's a crisis. Look, there's this picture. Oh, look, we love to do that. There's this contingent of folks who they love Whenever there's a school shooting, whenever something, they come out of the woodwork and they say, oh, this, this person was in this shooting. And and, and, and and look, I'm sorry, it's it's free speech. And my free speech is to be able to say you're out of your mind. But all these things are kind of, okay, you could talk about it. But do you mean to tell me that there are people at the Times Square today who think that grabbing a woman by the hair, God knows what happened to her, running around desecrating a woman's body, a young woman? Naked in the back of a truck, you think this is okay? Old women grabbing women, old women throwing them into golf carts, giving them an AK-47, and having—I mean—mocking. Do you, children bodies strewn? This is the way you do it. This, whatever, whatever your beef was regarding Israel at the at the, the settlements, just went out the window. That's it, because Israel didn't do that. Israel didn't do that, and then we get these people there is a hatred there is a hatred there is an unbridled unmitigated it's not even anti-semitic I don't even that that dignifies it that gives it a name this is this is this undefined rabid ferocious this I don't know what the word is for it but you they go they. Hate anything. The Mogan David, the Star of David, and they see this and they just go berserk. And whenever you hear the word Zionist, remember that. That's their that's their that's their tripwire. That's their word. I don't even think they know what it means. I don't think they know what it means. Uh Swiss Girl says, is it time to worry about sleeper cells? Absolutely. Absolutely. I hear a lot of stuff. Okay. A lot of stuff. And I and and, and again, let me just let me tell you how I work with this one, Swiss Girl. And I and I thank you for this. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Yes, there's times. Yes, absolutely. Let me ask you a question. And this is nothing that anybody's not thought about. What would you do? What would you do? What would you you? What would you do? What? What would you do if you were the bad guy someplace else? What would you do? What would you do? One thing I would do, and I think anybody else would say, I want her to be complete and total terror. What is terror? What is it? First and foremost, it's the idea. It's an unconventional, multidirectional, kinetic, they love that word, force that does not lend itself to conventional military uniforms, but it completely affects your ability to feel safe and secure. It is a new level. It is, it is something that is different. People used to think that snipers, that the use of the sniper, before, this is a very interesting thing, the uh, military for years had a big problem with snipers. They thought that snipers it was un it was undignified. It was um almost terroristic. And they said no sharpshooters. Because with one person, with one person, you can um you know take out units or whatever it is. And and it's but they said but 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 it's efficiency. But even 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 in the course even in the Even in the course of, how do I say this, of battle, the idea was that I don't necessarily want to terrorize you. I just want to take out the right position. But later on, they said, you know what? This is is something completely different. Ramona says, the danger lies when a country doesn't want to play along. That country will be in danger of their own provocation. That's a fascinating case. and You know what you're doing right now is you have been able to, Ramona, actually say and state one of the provisions of realism. Uh, I'm going to give you this. This is a great piece. This is uh, Mearsheimer's definition of uh, um, offensive realism. Realism is a very, very interesting thing. Um just look up John Mearsheimer in, in uh, um, realism. Let me bring you another story. Years ago, there was a story of Operation Wrath of God. Operation Wrath of God was uh, this was after Munich. Operation Wrath of God. This is the the uh, Mossad assassinations following the nineteen seventy two Munich massacre. Now listen to what it did. This was something which was horrific. Individual uh, uh, Israeli athletes targeted 1972 at the Olympics. And this this wonderful assembly of peace, this idea of countries coming together. Okay. When the the, uh, group was used to, to fight back retribution, when gold in my ear said, we're going to get these people back, and they had... An idea of who these folks were. I think they were they were pretty much spot on. Except I think there was a Moroccan waiter or something that they that they used. But anyway, but but they brought in this elite. They they made a mistake with this waiter, unfortunately. But they brought in this you this 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 uh, elite group, and it was said, "I do not want to merely. I do not want to have someone or to have people." Um, I do not want to have people uh, be shot by snipers or because that would be, eh. I don't want that. I want them to understand. I want you to go in to their homes. I want you to go in to where they lived. There was this one particular person. They they waited until their kids left and they replaced a particular person table or whatever that he was using with his detonation bomb There was the mechanic they used his phone they get all this stuff and the theory behind it remember this it's it's i don't want to say it's regional but it's brilliant it's the idea of i want you to understand i you are never safe if you bother us if you incur our wrath the wrath of god we will come at you I wish we would do more of that than trying to, than, than coming up with two, three, four hundred billion dollars in munitions in basically no show jobs for military industrial complex war profiteers. But that's a different story. Okay. So what happened? The other guys did the same thing back. Look at what they did. Look at what they did paragliders, a bulldozer. Golf carts? These these un these these unguided uh, these these ragtag un undisciplined missile systems? Edie Crowley says today I rewatched the Raider and entebbe I also read the book as a teen, Brilliant Strategy. Yes, that's where I believe BB's brother, Yoni or uh was killed. This was in that elite group, and I can never pronounce it or remember the name of it. So this is where we are. Now, here is the question. This is the question too. Let's go one step further. Uh, Friends, Ramona and Swiss girl and others, let me ask you specifically this question. What do you do back? Let's assume I'm the bad guy. And, the, and this is a term which is relative to whatever it is. And this bad guy says, and I say, let's go after Israel because you know what they're going to do. They're going to respond, quote, disproportionately, whatever that means. And that's a term which I never really understood because in war, there's no such thing as that. In war, you annihilate the enemy. But now they knew that Israel would launch attacks against buildings and structures in the strip in gaza and they will then people will necessarily be killed and don't think for a moment that these ruthless bastards don't know this they're going to say bring it on this is a war about pr this is a war about the hearts and minds and we now have think about this for the first time ever social media now let me ask you a question what happens if Israel or somebody says, we know that this particular battalion, this, this group of folks representing a aqsa Brigade or whoever it is, we want you, um, Google or Facebook or Twitter or Elon or somebody to help us find these people. What happens then? What happens then? You know and I know You know and I know that there are fingerprints, that there is more ways to track people and target people. Twitter, remember, was the same people who wouldn't even turn over the names of CSAM, child sexual abuse material, when parents would go and say, hey, would you give us, would would, would you take this down? No. How does that work? Because people today, you know and I know, there are going to be kids and they must, they better, I would think, I would think, I don't know for sure. But I would think there would be this very strict, very methodical system of orders where they would say, you are not going to ever put anything up that gives away our position. Fight back, fight your usual, how do we say this? Fight your usual tendency, young people in particular, fight your tendency to overreact And be careful not to do anything. Uh, Let me see something here. Fight everything. Fight everything that you're doing. Because that's another thing. What happens when you say, all right, we want you to give us, where are these people? You know and I know. That when Chinese are looking for dissidents, whatever you know and I know that depending upon, in fact, they did this during Egypt. Who was it? Was it Mubarak? Mubarak said, "You better tell us. You better tell us who these people are, these dissidents, or we're going to shut you. You're not going to be in our country." How does that work? That's another layer of issues. Look at these kids, and also here is the story. Here is the story. This is the part. If there's one aspect of this, one. Storyline, one anything that blows my mind. It's how individuals can become so savage. 666, watching right now. 666. These people, look at them 20 years old, 21, whatever. Some young, some older. Driving around, honking. Yay! And in the back of the car, people, rational people, you have a dead woman, naked, you're, you're, and people are coming up and happy. I mean, these are rational people. These are these were people who a couple of weeks ago were just kids. Look at them. Look what the crowd does. This is Gustave Le Bon. Look, look what the crowd does. Look what look what fanaticism does. Do you think we would do that here in this country? Do you think so? Do you think we would ever do this? Do you think ever, even during at the height of the Vietnam War, do you think Americans would were, would, would actually applaud me lie? Pinkville, kids in a ditch, shot down by shot with Cali and Medina and the whatever Do you think do do you do you remember this? Do you think during the height of the Second World War there would be people you know um loyalists nationalists who if hearing about normal people if hearing about the systematic liquidation of of swaths of humanity would be cheering This see this this is the part that's the part that Has always fascinated me. How do people individually, they might be one thing, put them in a crowd and watch what happens to them. Watch what happens to their humanity. Watch what happens to their sense of sensibility. What would their mothers think? What were there? And it's the story since time immemorial. Now, let me tell you what happens. What happens next? This is the question which is important. Ramona says, everyone is capable of evil. Ramona, I thank you, but I suggest to you, it's not evil. It's not evil. It's instinct, it's preternatural, it's atavistic, it's animalistic, it's savage, it's... Watch what happens, and especially if you're a, a parent yourself, but even if not, watch what a mother will do. If somebody tries to hurt their child, do you know what this woman, she's got her two kids and they're pulling her kids from... Her? Now listen, I'm not naive to believe this hasn't happened before. It hasn't happened around the world. I'm not trying to compare apples and oranges. I'm telling you right now. I can't imagine, no matter how zealous, no matter how much of a fighter I am for my country and my battalion and my squad and how many you know stripes on my chevrons and medals that I can go as a part of my training, and pull from the arms of a woman her children? So that I... What? Unless I have been told, unless I have been conditioned, that these people are so evil themselves, or I'm caught up in some kind of weird, again, preternatural, primeval, primordial, atavistic, animal, something or other. That's the part that blows my mind. Wow. That's the, part which I, that's the part that kills me. That's the part that gets me. I've always wanted to know this. How do you do that? How does this happen? Look at them. Now, if you turn around, and here's the best part. If you go to Israel, Bibi and say, Bibi, you can't. All right, that's enough. Oh, I'm not done yet. I'm going to level this place. No, you can't do that. What do you mean I can't do that? They want you to do that. They're hoping you'll do that. Hamas wants you to do this. Iran wants you. Hezbollah wants you. They want to say, "See, see what happened. See what they do. What did these people have to do with anything?" And by the way, this is asymmetrical, and of course, in the law, does it, the rules of law? Where where is Hamas? It's not a country. It's not a place. What would you say? What would you say? This is my question. Does 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 does, does um? Do you do one of two things? Do you basically say, holy cow, whatever you do, don't do this to Israel again. Why? Well, you remember what happened in October, right? After the Yom Kippur. They just destroyed it. There's no more Gaza City. It's gone. They took it out. First time ever. It was like Hiroshima all over again. Twice. We did that twice, by the way. Now, stop for a second. Think about that. Think about that. If that happens, if somebody says, did you see that? That's inhumane. That's inhumane. Yes. Now, would you do that again? What do you think Hamas would say? On you better believe it. Absolutely. We win when they overreact. When they lose favor. When the world turns their back on them. We win on so many. This is not about, it's not a war about body count. It's about who won the PR who, um, uh, move, who, who won the, the, the message, who won the statement, who won all of that. That's the, that's the part. This is so complicated. And what happens right now, now everybody stalls. Now, now, listen to this. Now we've got to worry about, we were doing, you know, we had the Abraham Accord and everything else. You had, you know, Saudi Arabia's working and then the Emirates. and everything, And now they're going to stop. Now they've got to say, okay, listen, uh, US and whatever. We have to, we gotta put a, a little brakes on this. Why? Well, because we, we we have to show our good faith to our brothers and sisters in this uh what have you. And we obviously can't right now do this. So let's just back off. Why? We love we let, let let's continue talking about it. because there's going to be this 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 transmogrification of the message you're gonna say wait a minute what they did because listen to what they're saying I was watching on BBC and others they're talking to Hamas leaders in the Hamas and that's where you want to hear what they say they say this is a fighting and this is what Israel did and the uh, uh, the uh, um the uh the settlements and the uh, and and the the occupation and it was the woman reporter or uh, presenter who was part of that famous Jordan Peterson pronoun, the one you've seen a million times, and she said, "Well, what does this have to do with 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 going in and breaching? I mean, these are innocent civilians. Well, they did this to us. That's their message. That's their message. You're saying this is this is tit for tat, quid pro quo. Even Stephen, this is this is the way we this this is our and you've got people all over the world. You heard the the Iranian leaders." the uh, the uh, Ayatollahs, and they say, yes, great, we're with you. And look what happened today in Times Square. Uh, Sal Manella says, do you believe in the concept of soldier of conscience? If we say that all parties engaged in war are necessarily animalistic, then no military action can be judged as just. What of just war? Sal, I'm with you 100%. It is sheer absolute barbarism barbarity is that a word is barbarity a word let me just check before I God forbid um yes barbarity very good extreme quality of cruelty or of brutality I think it's all I think it's all nonsense I think it's all horrible let me go a step further when you Engage in war. Once you once you say, okay, let's war, let war begin, a an absolute how do I say this? A an absolute real war when war commences all bets are off. I'll go one step further. If I were jurors in the Milai case there's a very good and I cannot say I'm as intimate with all of the facts as possible but I would not be surprised if I found myself acquitting Medina and uh, Cali and others because we created a situation where we sent them over told them politely kill the enemy Politely and with honor, destroy huge swaths of humanity, drop bombs, millions of tons of bombs destroying everything, but don't shoot them. Don't shoot them in a ditch. Oh, no, 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 no. Women and children. Yes, we kill women and children with bombs, but that's different. That's the part that kills me. Once you have said, "Okay, we go." We once war starts, that's it. It's over. It's done. It's it's games on. Understand something also. Can you imagine what this country would be if we had that here? If God forbid, look at the savages. Look at the animals that we have here in this country who do this to fellow citizens for nothing more than an iPhone or a couple of bucks or. To stab somebody because they're off their meds. We do that here. Someone asked before, is there a possibility of sleeper cells? You better believe it. And there is nothing that would be more frightening to us than to realize that all of a sudden these people are coming over. Let me tell you something. If I ran, see, I would just sit back and I would have in my uh, intel unit, I would have uh, crime writers, Stephen King types, I would have every degenerate. Uh, crazy person say, write me scripts and if i was the sinaloa cartel they're bigger than anything you can imagine you have no they're they're dealing with everybody they're international the mafia doesn't even have anything you know I, we these poor guys who do their poor these uh you know these platforms you know sammy the bull and michael franzese oh my god they're so low so low level you want to talk about organized crime let's talk about russian let's talk about Trias. let's talk about international let's talk about let's talk about big 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 huge and when ai and agi oh my god the cartels work with everybody from fentanyl to China to you name it, there's no such thing as who the bad guys are. You don't think somebody would say, I got a crazy idea. I'm going to switch something. And just like, remember the Tet Offensive? Remember what they did? They played a particular song. They played a song on all the radios. Remember that? And the song that was played was the signal um, that to move in. Uh, Tet Offensive... Song signal attack. It was a there was a song. Where is it? Okay. Ted Offensive. Yes. Ted Offensive. There was a there was a song that they played. The coordinated attacks. And it was one of the I forget what it was. Yes, three forty A. M. There was a rockin and mortar brigade. This was the thing that they could not believe. You see, the Viet, 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 VC, nor NVA, they were what Israel used to be. What I mean by that is when they were considered, up. Ah, don't worry about them. You see, when you have taken their heart and soul of a people, and you and you put them together, they'll do anything for you. They'll do anything. What generals do in war, what generals try to do in war is to instill in their men, usually men, this sense of you will do any, you will, you will go to the ends of the earth for me. That's what they did for Patton and other people as well. The Ted Offensive freaked everybody out out overnight. Look at this in Rwanda. Yep, Edie Crowley says they use the signal to signal. Oh, Rwanda! Remember the Huts, the Tutsis, and the Hutus, and oh my God! Remember that? That was that was cl- tribal, and cl- I mean just. But we didn't see the Tet Offensive coming. That's what did it. And that's what turned Walter Cronkite and everybody else. By the way, that story is overblown about how he said, if, I, if, if, you've, if I've lost Cronkite, I've lost Middle America. That, I don't know if that ever happened. But anyway, see, this is this is something right now. Right now, you have a group of people in the world who are saying, bring it on. And I don't want you to ever forget this. This was in the fog of war. This is one of the most important lessons that McNamara said. Understand the enemy. Don't sympathize. Empathize. Be empathic. Know how they feel. Don't agree with them. Don't, don't, don't sit back and say, yes, I know how they feel. Understand what is it that you're fighting for. There was a scene from I don't know if Shelby Foote did it or somebody, but during the, during the Civil War, it was a general, a Union general, they found some Confederate, some Reb, who's, who's uh, they had no equipment. It was so funny, they said, when they were passing out shoes, not passing out, but giving out shoes and boots to the Confederate soldiers, this one guy says, these shoes don't fit. He says, they will. They gave him like two of the, the wrong, two left feet or whatever, and they, they just wore them. They just, but they fought. And that's why when you tell me, the Civil War was about slavery. Not to the guy in the front row, in the front line, rather, or the front row. He was fighting for other reasons. His family, his brother was there, whatever. Understand what they think. We went into their country. We went into Vietnam. So I don't want to believe the point. But the point is that you've got right now people, and they are so invigorated. Because the mighty beast, the mighty Satan, you know, Israel brought to its knees. And they are now ready for Freddie beware this is where the intel what's next what would you think what's the next move think how they think what's the next move what do you what's the trap they're setting if you overreact if you if you come in and you say we're going to level if you're bb what does he say if i don't finish these people off In my world, I've lost faith. But if I do finish them off, to the rest of the world, I'm a savage. But then again, better to be considered a savage and scared of you than to play by the rules. You don't want to play by the rules. You don't want to be like, he's a real fair fighter, this guy. I don't know. Now, remember there was a thing too. During war, a lot of times... I remember, I forget the particular round, if it was a NATO round or something else. There was a round that was used, a bullet, that did not necessarily kill. It had not the greatest stopping power, but it would wound. And the idea is that they knew, the enemy, that we would always, you know, never leave a Marine behind. Always, go medic. We actually had helmets with Red Cross on it. Anyway. They would use a lower uh, impact rounds would be lower kinetic power so that there would be a a greater chance of you being wounded and not killed because when you're wounded, then you're going to call for help and then people will come to assist and then you finish them off. War is about some of the most brilliant minds in the world have thought of the most incredible ways to kill people, to destroy people, but there's multiple levels. Yes, there's the war. But then there's the propaganda war. Then there's how you are perceived. Then we unload. I bring in the left. And I bring in the left. And they have always had. They have always had this. this That's a rather crude word. It starts with hard. But they've always had this preoccupation, if you will, for Israel. Like I said, they hate Israel. You have this. It's, it's it's not normal. It's not anti-Semitism. It's beyond that. And it's fueled. It's like all of a sudden Greta Thunberg can turn into a climate activist. All of a sudden people can go crazy over masks and COVID. You could tell them, Israel, bad guy. I'm in. I'm in. Look at Antifa. Look at these people. Look at what they're capable of doing. It's so easy to turn people off. I just did it. I'm saying it again. It was a social experiment, I'm I'm sure was hatched in a bar where somebody said, do you think we can get the entire world to tattoo themselves in these ugly, horrible sleeve and neck configurations by letting them think that it's cool? You know, that's worth a shot. And they did it. I'm convinced. There are people right now who are saying, you're cool, right? Hi, you with the studded ring. Can I talk to you with the pink hair and the tats? Yes. Would you like to march with us? We're going to be in Times Square. We're going to be marching against the evil Israel. Can you find it on a map? No. Good. Come with us. You want to be cool, right? Come with us. And as soon as they show up in this free pizza, they say, hey, I like this. Count me in. And then the media comes in. What do they show? Anti-Israel sentiment. And let me tell you something. I'm telling you, I told Mrs. I'm telling everybody I know. The last place in the world you were ever—if you tell me, oh, they're meeting there—I'm not there. The chance for something to go wrong with this police, this world we're living in right now, with with defund the police, with uh, people retiring at clips, with people walking around. Who couldn't walk, run a half a block without being winded? You're not going to see me anywhere near Times Square. I'm not saying. But if somebody, it's all it takes for some nut. And let me tell you something. Does January 6th come to mind? Do you see how they did that? Do you see what happens? Remember, when you're there, you've got a cell phone. They know who you are. They know who you are. You know everybody. who's there. Your cell phone is your ID. They always say, uh, "Think about you know maybe we should have some kind of a little uh, some RFID chip that we can implant." You don't need to implant. People have their phones. They know exactly who you are. There's pictures of you. They got you. Who's there? Who's complete? Everything. And it's staged and it's orchestrated. And and when you want you see these people who are who are uh, ch- chanting and screaming and yelling for Palestine. Uh, Pro Palestinian, you can say, listen, again, are you telling me you're for going in and abducting children from their parents? Driving around with women your age who just happen to be in Tel Aviv or whatever for some tattoo convention? They're not even involved in this. To be killed, thrown in the back of a truck, paraded? Are you serious? This is what you're for? You know what they'll tell you? Whatever. Do you know what you're saying? I go back and ask people this question again. I know people who, who fought in Vietnam and they're proud of what they did and we support them, but they would have never fought and clapped over me. Lie. They would have never said, hey, that's great. I don't know anybody who celebrating World War II Ever had pictures? Ever, ever had pictures of, or, or I, I should say, people who, who had um, uh, photos of people uh, affected by by Hiroshima, and Nagasaki? Is that yeah, we did it. This is savagery. There's no even, there's no, there's no, I cannot believe this. When Rashida Talib or Ilhan Omar or AOC doesn't say, wait a minute, AOC, imagine if AOC were, she supposedly cried at a fence that didn't exist. Can, what would she do if all of a sudden two or three Toyota, white Toyota trucks pull up, throw her in the back of a truck and there's a bunch of savage looking people with AK-47s who want to do harm to her. And I'll, let, I'll just leave it at that. How do you think she would feel? Would she say well you know they got a point. After all you know these uh, these settlements are a big, a bit of a problem. And, over, and, Israeli, and Israel has overstepped its bounds. So you know what have at it. Have what do with me what you must. Of course not. Of course not. These people are walking around with so much security. It's not even funny. This is what gets me. Argue all you want about settlement. Got it. I understand it. This? We are so demented. I wouldn't be surprised if one day you saw sleeper cells. I wouldn't be surprised if one day somebody from the Sinaloa, whatever cartel, said, you know what? Let's do this. I don't like what they did to El Chapo. We're going to teach these guys a lesson because we have been in bed with the U.S. government forever, and now they're treating us like crap. Okay, fine. We'll do this. They got ready to go, yeah, good. All of a sudden, boom. And let me also tell you something. Look what look what General Jap did in uh Vietnam in uh, Vietnam, NVA. He said, grab him by the belt. His whole thing was you move in, you have quick, quick, quick hit him, and you take off. What if all of a sudden they were orchestrated? What if, for example, all of a sudden, on one particular date, and because of remember, social media changes everything. Through maybe uh, some off uh, some less lesser known WhatsApp or Telegram, whatever the hell it is, but all of a sudden somebody says now, and all over the world, all over the country, let's say there was a coordinated effort by people who are already here, let in by virtue of this ridiculous policy that we have, and all of a sudden people said, "What was that?" And they don't tell you, they don't announce what it was; they just do it. What would happen then? What would you think? Do you think you think uh, Merrick Garland and the DOJ and the FBI would be able to get to that? Do you think they would say we're going to get to the bottom of that one? And how does it? And by the way, who thinks Trump's been playing this thing correctly? Who think who thinks rather Trump's been really great all over this, owning this story? Who think who who think who thinks that Trump? Would have behooved himself, or it would have behooved Trump rather, to come forward and say, I'm gonna stop talking about my court case for a moment and say that this insanity has to stop. And I stand with Israel, or I stand with peace, or I whatever it is. He could own this. What's the matter with him? What is the matter with him? What do you want? Where's Bobby Kennedy? was he? I'd own it. I would be all over this. How can you possibly lose by saying, stop this insanity. We are a people of peace. I call upon the religious leaders of the world to come together and denounce this, denounce the violence. Don't don't abnegate your thoughts regarding, um, let's say, settlement encroachment or whatever it is. Don't do that. We're not asking you to do that, but stand against violence. What's the matter with the world? No, he's not doing it. it, it, We've got this uh, Habina Hamada Hamada, his lawyer. She's on Fox. And the Fox is doing the usual stuff. And they just show B-roll. And they just, I don't understand. I don't understand this. Wouldn't you love, wouldn't you love to ask somebody from Hamas or, or Hezbollah, when have Israeli soldiers and maybe you—they have—and I don't know it. When have they gone around picked elderly women up, thrown them in the back of a truck, driven around with them, desecrating their bodies? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, you know what? Maybe I don't know this. I don't think they have though. Moorman says all of this is so complex and yet so simple. Exactly. What man can do when in a pack mentality has no limit. The evil man will prosecute when feeling justified has no bounds. Human beings are the most vicious, quote, animals on this planet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's the best part. More man, I could not have said better myself. And I thank you for that. Here's exactly the issue here. And it goes back to this, Mo. Maybe you can help me with this. In every war, in everything, there is a very simple procedure, very simple, the calculus of war, and it works like this. I'm saying it again. What is it that you want? World War II, the Pacific Theater, Japan and Germany, ended with an agreement. An agreement. You will cease fire immediately. You will turn over weapons. You will you you will demilitarize. You will move up. You will turn over. You will... You will, whatever it is, you will end what it is you're doing. You will end it. You will leave. We have won. That's it. Fight's off. What do you want? Or we want to settle. We want this property. I want this country. I want this beachhead. I want this. Okay, fine. That's the way wars used to be. If I said, okay, I'm going to work on a deal with you. Israel, let me talk to Hamas. Hamas, what do you want? Let me go back to Israel with an offer. What do you want? Give me an offer. Do you think they would say, oh, okay, I want this, 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 and this. I want you to to, uh, to disgorge uh, settlements. Okay, whatever. I'm going to turn over this tap, uh, territory. Okay. I'm to go back in the pre-67. Do you think, do you think Hamas or Hezbollah or anybody would have absolute specific demands where we would say, we will have peace provided you do such and such. Do you think that's possible? Do you think it's a matter of, of a, a list? No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Does it ever behoove? Do you know how much money, how much money Arafat, they had with Fatah before they got rid of him? His wife was in his, the, the Paris, uh, whatever. Do you have any idea? It's like Zelensky. Do you have any idea the billions, the corruption? Do you have any idea what did he want? What did he accomplish? What was it? Tell me, tell me what Fatah and Arafat and others and tell me what they what did they accomplish? What was it? Give me the give it to me. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Now let me also tell you something, and this is the funny part too. Iran says, yep, we were a part of this. I would say, do you know right now whatever that there might have been, might have been, somebody somewhere says, you know, I think we might be a little unfair to Iran. Well, you know, listen, they have the right to nuclear. I I know, you know, for their own power. And maybe maybe we've been a little harsh. Maybe we've been a little harsh. Maybe, you know, this anti-Iranian thing is, Well, that's over with now. That's done. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Anybody want to go through with this? Hell no. Good for you. That was brilliant. At least Iran has a country. They can say there's there's an Iranian, you know, government. Hamas, I don't even know what the hell that is. What is it? Where is it? What does it mean? Where, where, what, who, who, why, huh? Now, what happens? What does Biden do? What does Blinken do? What's the American policy? What's our stake? What's our take? How does he now work after he basically pissed off MBS in the entire Middle East? This is, and, and, and he shows, and people are going to say also to Biden, I'm not going to talk to you. You're a lame duck. You're out of your mind. Not only are you enfeebled, but you're on your way out. Give me the guy next we're going to talk to. Gavin Newsom. How do you think Gavin Newsom is going to handle this? Do you want Gavin Newsom in charge of our negotiating with terrorists in the world? Do do you want it? Do you you have any idea of what that is? Do you have any idea of what that's going to be like? How about Bobby Kennedy? What's Bobby Kennedy going to do? You think he's got the cojones, the stones to do this? You think Bobby Kennedy can do this? You think Bobby Kennedy can sit across from whoever it is and say, now let me make sure you understand my position. If ever you had any idea, if ever you had any doubt about whether Trump would be appropriate, this should, Trump is crazy, Trump is nuts, Trump is mean, Trump is rude, Trump is this, Trump is crazy, Trump is Trump, 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 Trump. There, he is. there he is, there he is, there he is, there is my guy, there he is. That's what we need. Trump sources, President Trump has spoke on Israel, MSM not giving him the platform. I spoke of uh, Israel, MSM not giving him the platform. Well, you know what, Mr. Sword? thank you, by the, by the way, for your kindness. Trump should have had what I've said now for the, what, the millionth and uh, 20th time, I've said. Trump needs to have his own little studio, Mar-a-Lago. And he just basically has something very, very simple. <laughs> you know, 100, Lionel Show, uh, thank you uh, for your kindness. But I'm not going to read that one, if you don't mind. But thank you. I appreciate the generosity. But it kind of affects the, the tenor and the uh, sobriety, if you will, of the story. Trump is the person who can sit across with them and say here's what we're going to do I told you this story I'm going to say it again in there was there was in Israel there was someone who was a uh it's equivalent to their Secretary of State officer or of State Department and I was saying you know I never understood this idea about you the nine eleven, going in and fighting Iraq or whatever it was, I think it was stupid, it was overkill, blah, blah, blah. And this fellow said to me, he says, you know what they think here? He says, you know what people think in this part of the world about what President Bush, uh, uh, yeah, Bush, did? he said, they said, now nah, that's the United States, we know. Toughness and certitude are viewed completely differently by the rest of the world. Completely. That's the thing you gotta remember. So here's my question. What do you do? What do you do? Rule number one. Rule number one. Rule number one. Well here we go. Oh, here's something from Wikipedia. Sobriety is a condition of not having any measurable level of effects from uh, alcohol or drugs. Sobriety is also the condition of the natural state of a human being at birth. Also, by the way. Sobriety is a a, a sober a disposition in the like. But thank you, Wick. I appreciate that immensely. Uh, <laughs> Stay blessed said, to quote Gerald Salenti, you're a cool cat. Gerald Salenti is one of my favorite people. Gerald Salenti is a treasure. Gerald Salenti said one time, one of my favorite lines, he said, what do you think of the chances of us going into uh, in Iraq if their main export was broccoli? And it says it completely. Perfectly. So here's my question. What would Bibi Netanyahu do? What should he do? What what should Israel do? Number one, what's the rule? What's the rule? We are surrounded. We are surrounded by, he's surrounded by enemies. And by the way, I know people sometimes have a hard time. I'm not trying to, to, um, to explain a particular position, but I will tell you this much. Believe me when I tell you this. If we were in in Israel's position, you would be clamoring and demanding immediate and swift, swift, swift uh, retaliation. 69, 692 says, when your enemy's goal is your total eradication, what is a proportionate response? Precisely. You know who said that, by the way? John Bolton, and he was correct. He was correct. Number one, rule number one. Here's my rule. Number one, you do whatever you have to do to make sure the people around you get it through their heads. Do not bother us anymore. Number two, you want people of, of Gaza and around to say, hey, Hamas, listen, excuse me. Yeah, we hate Israel, but enough with this shit. Pardon my French. I'm tired of this. We're tired of this. Now we appreciate what you're doing, but they retaliate against us. Okay, you got that? They retaliate against us, and what you do is terrific. But you take off; we live here. Now we don't like these people. This is this is what the Gazans, is, Gaza Strip, for, people on the strip. So, they see We 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 hate Israel as much as you do, right? But enough of this. What have you accomplished? And that would be my third thing. I would tell Gaza, what are you doing? This is what they want. Do we have a beef with you? Seriously. Okay, we're we're bad. We're bad. We're terrible. Settlements. Do we have a beef with you? Did we go and do this to you? No. Thank them, not us. I'm telling you right now, they're the ones. They're, they're doing this. Did, did you okay? Did you have a plebiscite? Did you have some kind of a vote? Is this what you want? Does this make sense to you? Dear God, what are you doing? Who speaks for you? Where is your leadership? I know nobody wants to say this. I know nobody wants to believe this. I know nobody's listening to what I'm saying. But the message has to also be, and by the way, there's so many ways to get the message out there. Enough of this. Then again, Hamas is saying, please, disproportionate, come on, more buildings, bring them down so we can say, see? And where is this, where is this talked about? You know, let me explain something to you. Life is a lot of times, it's not a clear cut thing. It's like less, less bad. I don't expect you to like anybody. In my world, I don't like anybody. I don't like people. I don't like, dislike Israel, Gaza, France, Ukraine. I don't like them. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. You got that? Here's a nap from Morgan and Morgan. John Morgan, good friend of mine. Thank you so much. I appreciate that for the people. This is, this is, this, I don't know if anybody else gets these, but. But thank you, I guess. Let me just go back to what I said, Morgan and Morgan. I'm not into liking people. It's not one of these things where good guy, bad guy. I, I I don't think that way. I don't. That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. I look at things absolutely positively just for what they are. I don't live there. I don't vote. I have nothing to do with Israel. I'm not even going to propose. Pretend, pretend to state or to show or to explain the intricacies, the absolute intricacies of everything that's going. That's not my thing. You've got to live there to understand it. It's so complex. You've got people living in Israel. Read Haaretz. I'm telling you, you can't believe what you're reading. Times of Israel is like, what is this? It's not about liking somebody. It's not about Zionism. That's moot. That is moot. This is if you think that's what this is, if you honest to God think that's what it is, about Zionism, that's my favorite. You're missing the point completely. One issue at a time. There are some things that happen. There were some things involving border skirmishes. There are issues sometimes between China and Taiwan. Seriously, I don't really care unless. We have something that affects our, I'm sorry, something that affects our economy, our system, our safety. Granted, granted, there are instances where behavior is so so horrific that it affects, um, what am I trying to say? That it affects, uh, 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 you know, human rights. That's a different story. But as we speak, I'm telling you right now, there is a faction of Netanyahu's constituents, Israelis who are saying, do something. Do something. Make them know who we are. Make them know we're here. Make them know to feel our wrath and our anger. Do something. Do it now. You've got that contingent. Then you've got Hamas saying, bring it on. The more, quote, disproportionate, the better. Bring it on. Liz Solak says, I told my mom your stance on Trump, and she goes, oh, he's for Trump? He's a Republican? I said, no, he is for common sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me explain something. Oh, by the way. This is great. Lynn Shaw Realty. Thank you so much for that as well. This is getting macabre. Liz, and I thank you. You tell your mother from me that I don't care. This Trump Republican stuff is ridiculous. Liz, you tell your mom, oh, well, she's a mom. What do you expect? Oh, she's a woman. What do you expect? Oh, she's old. What do you expect? She would say, wait a minute. My opinion, my my frame of reference has something to do with my gender, my age. It's my sense of common sense. That's what it is. And that's okay. Listen, Liz, I have given up completely on this anti-Trump stuff. I've given up on it. I don't care anymore. It doesn't mean anything. After, after what Biden has put us through... Are you, how anybody can even say that? Let me ask you something too, Liz. And also, Mr. Realty, what do you think is happening? What do you think is happening right now? What do you think Trump, excuse me, what do you think Biden is doing? Quick, what do you think he's doing? What is Biden doing? What's, what's the position? What's Blinken doing? What? Anybody? What's John Kirby or or uh, don't ask what uh, Jean Pierre is doing. But what do you think Biden thinks about this? What do you think? anybody anybody have an idea? What? What? Nothing. Nothing. They don't care. It's not their thing. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. What do you think is going to happen with, you think maybe BlackRock cares about this or Vanguard? Do you think, do you think maybe that when this woman was was abducted, bloodied, barefoot, thrown in the back of a vehicle, God knows what happened to her, whether she's alive or dead. Those 200 or whatever plus, did you see those people wrapped in plastic? Like cords of wood? Did you see this? Do you think maybe BlackRock or maybe the human rights uh, enterprise folks worried about pronouns or whether they showed enough, um, you know, equity, uh, diversity? Uh, do, you, do you think that was, do you think maybe that, oh, I don't know, not too long ago we were talking about Dylan Mulvaney and Bud Light and whether men should be. Well, let me ask you something. Do you think all of those folks, do you think that gay folks in among the Hamas Brigade would do very well? I'm just curious. How do you think they would do? How do you think they would do? How do you think gay folks deal or treat it in Iran? How do you think transgenders are treated? Is there a transgender community of the Al-Aqsa Brigade? I don't think so. I don't think so. Who do you think would get a, a, a more of an even shape—a transgender in Israel or maybe in, you know, Ramallah or wherever? <laughs> I mean, seriously, have they lost their mind? There are people, and I know this may be difficult for people to understand, who may look modern. May wear Yankees caps and different t-shirts of various name brands, but are basically living in a 14th-century morality play that is bizarre. And that's what we're doing. do you think, I'm just curious, the next time you rag on, would anybody dare, especially somebody with you know a b- pink hair and studs and covered in tattoos? Would you like to go and perhaps maybe deal with some of these folks? Would you? And now a word from McDonald's here. No, do not put those French fries into your mouth. Instead, put them directly into your quarter pounder where they belong. (laughs) Thank you. Quarter pounder. It's perfect. Made perfecter. Thank you. This again... I want to meet you one day. I want to meet you and to say you are the Kubrick of of, uh, support. And I thank you. I think. I don't know what to make out of this, but I thank you. You're very kind and demented. And I love that. So, my friends, what's going to happen with this remains to be seen. We're not going to see anything for the next couple of days. Can you imagine the riot act that is being read to folks at um, Mossad headquarters? Can you can you imagine what that's going to be like? Can you imagine what that is like? Can you imagine what that is Well, my friends, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I want to make sure you understand one thing. And I did not mention this before. Our great friends, our great and wonderful friends, Prepare with Lionel.com. It would be, I would be remiss if I did not tell you that as we talk about catastrophe and problems and horrors and sleeper cells and God knows what is going to befall us. Right now, Prepare with Lionel, they're offering 25% off a three month emergency food kit. My friends, I don't have to tell you how wise it would be, how sapient it would be, how sagacious it would be. Uh, For you to use every available resource you have to prepare for the unimaginable, for the unpredictable, for the catastrophic. Because I'm telling you, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know when it's going to be or how we're going to see it, but something very bad is going to happen in so many areas. And we're going to say, you know, I knew it. I wasn't exactly sure. And it might just be as simple as bad weather. Incredibly interesting bad weather that may show up out of nowhere. Oddly enough, but I digress. Prepare with Lionel.com. Go to the website, see for yourself, and right now for a limited time only, take 25% off a three-month emergency food kit. And one more thing, don't forget our friends at MyPillow.com. Don't ever forget them. Right now, if you use a promo code Lionel, you get a free gift. Bless their heart. MyPillow.com. 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 Remember this. Mypillow.com. My friends, I hope we have, I hope I've been able to put into words to thank you for this time that we've had together. Oh, look at this. Stan Lipman says Israel's 9-11. And Israel's perhaps Pearl Harbor. I think you're right about that. I think you're right about it. I don't think enough can be said about that, Stan. I really don't. I really don't. Stan Lipman, thank you. Our friends at McDonald's, thank you. Even our friends at Linshaw Realty, thank you. Liz Solak, you tell your mom from me. Bless her heart. That's all I'm going to say. Our friends at Morgan Squared, thank you. 692, thank you. Stay Blessed, thank you as well. Wikipedia, our friend. one 800 Lionel. now Trump Sword, Mower Man. Edie Crowley. The lovely and talented Sal Manella ramona heath r heath bless your heart thank you edie crowley thank you and swiss girl thank you for your inimitable uh ineffable and your most generous generosity i thank you immensely for that i thank you for that and oh look at this team alaska thank you so much team god bless you thank you so much for that excellent 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 thank you so much well dear friends We've been on the air. We've been uh, talking for an hour and 32 minutes. I want to thank you for this. This invigorates me. It also destroys me. I get done and I am just, I have to put on music to just take me someplace else because it is, it is like, it's like plugging into Horror. Because I see nothing but potential horror stacked up one after another. Moore Man says, Thanks, Mr. L. There are very few options available to people with a brain to actually get any information and in conversation that is cogent and worth the time. Thank you, sir. And also, by the way, Moore, what I'd like to do is rather than because we could, I'm going to tell you I know what's going on. I'm not there, but at least I can give you stuff to think about and give you a perspective it kind of overwhelm you with all of the theoretical possibilities and permutations of this because that's really what it's about it's the it's this it's this it's the endless cascade of horror that we're looking at and by the way if you pray if that is what you are want to do pray for those poor people because the saddest part of people who in gaza who never asked for any of this never wanted any of this just wanted to live like you and me and not be living in this hell. So, in any event, all right, dear friends, we will see you tomorrow. Please check out my new interview with Jim De Eugenio about the forensic evidence of of our uh, about the JFK assassination. Ah, uh, Ramona, thank you so much. Oops, hang on, there we go. Ramona, thank you so much. You are so 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 kind. Please check that as well. And uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. sharp. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you so much for your kindness. Keep thinking. Keep praying. Keep keep imagining. And don't forget these these final words. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dad, da.